I can totally feel comfortable sexually with this kind of human and the sky's the limit and oh. I love it because I, I and a lot of people think oh my god you're you, you're you don't have limits or whatever and that's that's totally fine because I love I love trying this I'm down to try that I'm not afraid to do it Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. We are live here. Welcome to the Get Up Girl podcast. I am your host and your gal, Joanna Vargas. Thank you so much for being here. And I have two beauties that are going to be joining me here in the Girl Gang chat. I have Kara Elizabeth. She is a somatic embodiment and healing coach. And Kara has been here before. We've talked on Instagram and other ways of, of the podcast. So welcome back, Kara. And then we have the infamous Salome Valdez. She's been here. She A little bit about Salome. If you're new here to the show, she helps run my businesses and she's my left arm. And so Salome and I also chat on the two chicks and a mic. So Salome was like, she damned me and she said, can I be on the sex chat today? I really want to talk about this. I said, great, let's bring you on. So gals, welcome. Let's dive right in. How are we doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me here with you. I'm excited. Yeah, Kara's like, I'm excited to talk, see what we're going to talk about. I said, as I, I have no clue. I mean, a little clue, but we're going to see where this conversation takes us. So Salome, we, she and I had a conversation about choice creates awareness. This was last week that awareness does not create choice. So in case you missed that episode, I do want to tap on that a little bit. And what we're saying is, is that we are taught to believe that we have to have the answers first, then you make a choice. And actually, when you make a choice, then you have more awareness of what you would like. It's the same thing as contrast. When you have contrast, then you can go, oh, okay, I choose not to have that. I would like to have this instead and then you'd make another choice and then you have more awareness then you make another choice and you have more awareness but many times we go backwards and we think we have to have the pros and cons list we have to know everything before we make the choice then we make a choice and then we beat ourselves up or judge ourselves for quote unquote making the wrong choice and not enjoying that choice so with that conversation salome and i were talking about this is the same thing with sex Mm-hmm. And Salome thought, whoa, what if, let's just say the first time of your sexual encounter, and then from there, you thought that that's what you like forever? And what if you just keep making new choices to create awareness? So what, for example, what if you're that person that says, oh, I don't like it when you touch my feet. But what if it actually changed? And like, oh, let me make another choice. And then I'm like, you know what? I actually have new awareness. I actually do like this when I thought I didn't like this 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And then we make a conclusion and think, 
I don't like when somebody touches my feet. So how many times have we changed our minds and made a whole new choice? So Salome, let's jump right in. Do you have any examples for you? And I know Salome is so open, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say, where choice created awareness for you in your sexual pleasures. Absolutely. Uh, well, well, let me just say that, because um, I haven't spoken about how I grew up with, uh, with sex and how open I was with my family and stuff, but my mom and dad were always, especially my mom, my mom was the one that was open to about sex. She told me about it when I was eight and my sister was six so we're two years apart. So she's like, ah, let me just put them together and just tell them all about how babies are created and, and all that. And, and ever since I was eight, I've known and, and I've been exposed to rated R movies since I was a young kid too. So I would be, you know, at drama, I'd get emotional, I'd cry as a kid. I, I felt the actor, you know, everything, not on just sexually, but just like as a, as a human being, you know? So as a kid, I've always been there very just aware, but I wasn't aware, if that makes any sense. That mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I wasn't aware that I was aware. <laughs> we get you. Um, but moving to that, uh, I... I've always been open with, with my mom and my mom always told me, you know what, it's, it's whatever you love, whatever you want, you know, that's you. And pretty much in a, in her way told us not to go with what society uh, tells us what to do and stuff like that. So uh, since I was a kid, I always knew that there was something different about me that um, I was always felt like I was sexual as a kid too. Like I, I just knew I, I loved exploring my body as I was a kid. I was always like, what is that? Oh, that's interesting. That's a little interesting part of my vagina or whatever, you know, like, oh, interesting. Okay, mom, what's that? What, what is that? Why does it feel like that? And she's like, oh, when you do this, it's going to feel like that, you know, like the little things like, oh, okay, you know, so, <laughs> so ever since then, it's been always like, always been like, ooh, 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 just questioning everything. And also, because I watched movies and I watch, uh, you know, uh, in the 90s, especially, that's when more movies came out with like being gay and stuff like that. So when when I started watching, I was like, oh, maybe I'm gay. Maybe I think I, I think I am because I like I find women very attractive, but I also find men very attractive. So at the same time, I was like very confused because I didn't know. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, do I like men? Do I like women? I don't know. But like, I also think that woman's really sexy. And do I see, do I see myself having sex with that woman? Yeah, I do. But also with that man, too. You know, so since I was young, I've always been questioning those things, too. And um, when I started, I started being sexually active at 16 in high school and my boy, first boyfriend ever, it was his first time too. So it was cool that we were both exploring at the same time. We're like, do you like this? I saw this in a porn. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Do you like that? It's like, mm-hmm. Much different than my experience. <laughs> same. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, well, you, well, my boyfriend too, at that time, like my only boyfriend I've ever had in my whole life, by the way, um, I'm 38 and I've only had one boyfriend and that was him. And uh, shout out to him for exploring with me. And uh, <laughs> he, he, we were just playing together. We're like, what's this? What's that? How does that feel? Do, that, do you like that? Do you like, or do you like how I do this? This side, blah, blah, blah. Like very communicative. I, I got, I got really lucky to be honest. Like he, he was just like open-minded as well. And he was not judgy and I wasn't judgy with him. So after that, I, I figured out, okay, you know what? I like this and I like that. And I'm going to continue to do that. And, um, and then I tried with women as well. And I was like, wow, I really like it with women too. Like that's like, it's so different, but it was just so like, women know what's up. And it's like, gosh, like they know how to pleasure me and I know how to pleasure them. And, and it was just like a lot of fun. And I've had like 
multiple partners at the same time like and, and you know and I was like oh I think you're like having multiple partners at the same time in one room and one bed like you know so like I started in college was like more of that you know like I'm gonna crazy but it was crazy it was just like I was exploring and stuff and and I was like oh that's what an orgy is called you know like what I, like all those things so so yes I'm being very open Kara I'm like this all the time that's a joy I love it I love it it's great <laughs> um but it's because I just kept going. I never stopped. I never said, I'm not going to do that. I don't like it. How do you not know? You haven't tried it yet. So it was also without the judgment. And I think when it comes to sex, Joanna, I think that's where I was judging the least. I think. Because I, you Joanna, mean out of your whole life. Huh? You mean out of your whole life, right? Yeah. Because Joanna's known me, Joanna, you know me for a long time and you and you've seen growth in me in life. But I am thinking now that I'm speaking to you about it, I feel like sexually I think I've always been my walls and barriers have always been kind of down with when it comes to sex and I, I I'm fortunate because of my mom like she right away was like boom this is sex and whatever you wanted it to be kind of thing you know so um, I think that's why because I've always been like ah like I'm naked and blah blah you know mm -hmm. I want to be with guys and girls and anybody with anybody and it doesn't even have to be like a fool like a guy girl like a, a person a human being you know that makes any sense so that's when I discovered I can totally feel comfortable sexually with this kind of human and the sky's the limit and mm. I love it because I, I and a lot of people think oh my god you're you, you're you don't have limits or whatever and that's that's totally fine because I love I love trying this I'm down to try that I'm not afraid to do it yeah what I'm hearing is that it's like complete consciousness when it comes to sexuality. And what would it take for us to have that with everything? Do you know what I mean? Like I'm listening to your story and I wonder how I can have that with money. I wonder how I can have that with all the craziness that goes out in my head where it's just whatever kind of energy. Well, that, well, doesn't that, well, you hearing me say this, isn't that a completely different person of me? Because I think that when, when it comes to sex, I'm way more. No conclusions. There's no conclusions when it comes to me listening to you about about right. sexuality. And then we create mm -hmm. conclusions with other things. Yeah. So great question. Like, oh, I wonder how I can be like this with everything else. And what mm -hmm. would it take? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds really cool. Kara, how about for you? Uh, what is your upbringing? And then I'll ask you that next question. Oh, yeah. So this is a this is amazing. So you were talking about contrast. So let's just start with that really, really fully here because my life upbringing was completely different. I mean, I grew up in a super religious home. We never had the sex talk. I'm sure my mom still thinks I'm a virgin, even though I have a child, because it was just never talked about. We never discussed it. It was never a thing. It was always a taboo. Like, I mean, covering my eyes at movies when men were naked or there was sex happening, you know, the whole nine yards, like we weren't talked about. It wasn't talked about in and it was always brought up with the idea that, you know, sex is wrong. Like you don't have sex outside of marriage. Like it was that very strict belief structure that is so traumatizing to so many people and took so many years for me to unpack and unwind and to come into a more fluid um, belief structure and comfort in sexual experiences and things like that. So just complete opposite. And I love that we're on this call together, Salome and me, because it is, it, it's, I think a lot of people can identify with my story 
and also just so appreciate and value what your mom gifted you to have that openness. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah, Kara, I'm glad you're here because after having so many months of this conversation, your story is more uh, prevalent that I'm noticing. And we don't even talk about that. We didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so Salome's, mine is not as open as Salome's, but yet more similar to Salome's. Like, but my, what I noticed for my upbringing, there was a lot of, I'm going to say, it didn't make sense. So my mom was very open when it came to sex. Yeah. She gave me the sex talk. I think I was like six and it was literally like a man has a penis. It goes inside. It was like, wow, our eyes were this big. Wow. Right. And we even would ask, my sister would ask my mom, can I watch? Like there was no reason, there was no attachment because we're young kids, we're like, well, can I watch you and dad then? Because I want to see what it looks like. And my mom's like, no. But then yet, if there was a sex, something on television, she would turn off the television. So it was like, oh, wait, it's not a big deal, but then it is a big deal. And I could see that was her struggle with her stuff as well. Like, how do I raise these kids? So it kind of brought me up as a little like, wait, I'm confused. Which one? It's not a big deal. It is It's not a big deal. It is. And I wonder how this has transferred into other things for myself. And I wonder if everybody else can hear themselves in this conversation where it transferred over in money. It transferred over in relationships where I have no attachment, but I do have attachment. Mm-hmm. I have that with money. There's sometimes like mm-hmm. whatever money is energy. It's awesome. I'm making it. I'm printing money. And all of a sudden it's gone. And then I'm printing Mm -hmm. money and all of a sudden it's gone. I'm like, wow, I wonder where else this is in my life. So Kara, going back to the choice creates awareness. Is there anything for you when you started to make choices that you were aware that you liked or or didn't like things? And did anything change later on in life? Well, a lot has definitely changed. And yes, definitely knowing I had a choice was a big thing for me in sexual experiences. My first experience was a non-consensual experience. So that also, you know, triggered, you know, other trauma in regards to the belief around sex and around my body as my choice to do with what I please. Um, So there's, again, a lot of layers of unpacking there. But once I was able to really embody, which is why I do what I do, when I was able to feel into my body and embody my body and realize that my body wasn't for other people to make choices for. It was for me to make choices for. There was so much awareness in that. There was so much like light bulb moment of like, I have power and it is my power to, to make choices. And just like you said, I can make a choice today to be this way. And tomorrow I can be this way. And that's okay. Because I grew up in that really rigid structure of, of everything. And, and it did it domino effect into all their, all areas of my life of this rigidity of black and white but when we can unpack and begin to recognize our choice, it can just open the doors to endless possibilities um, because we now are aware of the options that we didn't think were available to us. Kara, when you're talking about the embodiment and when you're in a sexual experience, even from kissing to, you know, to copulation, do you find yourself and Salome as well, but do you find yourself really in your body or do you ever have that out of body experience? Because I have that often. What about for you? Uh, Sometimes, you know, it can go both ways. You know, it depends on a lot of it emotionally, like maybe how my day has been. Like if I'm in a more stressed state, I can get fall into kind of like that um, out of body awareness or if I'm struggling with emotions um, that have maybe uh, triggered old past beliefs or things like that that I'm really working for, I can definitely recognize myself disconnecting and needing to really work to reconnect. And that's where really taking the time to not just go through the motions, 
to say, Hey, hold up here. I need, I need a few minutes. I need to do some work for myself before this can happen. And what kind of work do you do at that moment? Um, sometimes it's breath work. Sometimes it's just, you know, intimacy and, and being held, like understanding, holding myself, but also, you know, if a partner is present to be like, I just, I need a few minutes where we can just be intimate and just hold. And I can re remember that I'm safe because in that moment I had forgotten I was safe. I need to remember that I'm safe and I'm safe to feel and I'm safe to do this and, and you're safe and we are safe together. And just to really be, feel seen and heard in that experience. Sure. I really like that because I wrote down disconnecting because when I feel like I'm disconnected and it's out of body and I just kind of mm -hmm. go through the motions because of my day or because of what's yeah. going on and I don't give myself just a moment to decompartmentalize. I go mm -hmm. right into it. Yeah. And then it's, a lot of it is kind of like guilt and like, well, yeah, why don't I? And all that beating up of myself because I want to go from A to Z too quickly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. knowing for Joanna, it takes takes a few more steps to get there, especially after my day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Salome, how about for you? I even kind of forgot the general question, but I'm going to go with this one. When you're either with yourself or with a partner, is it challenging for you to, to, to switch, so to speak? Let's just say you're working or you're watching a movie and you go from A to Z, or do you do any kind of any kind of tools to, in order to get into, I'm going to just say the quote unquote mood. I've been very fortunate to have uh, partners, uh, sexual partners that know me very well. And I feel like they know what to do with me. Like I love foreplay. That's like a lot. Like I really love it. And so I, 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 I'm really fortunate to, for them to know that they do that. They know that I like that. So they, they're like, Salome is always stressed out. Salome is always working. Salome is always thinking about collaborate my dad's company. Salome is always like, you know, helping Joanna. Like, you know, they all know. They all know. They all know. So it's like they come in knowing that I already have a lot going on in my head. Because even during, during it, they'll like literally know. Like they know my body. And they're like, stop thinking about whatever. Stop thinking you right yeah. That's, but that's beautiful awareness that you have that intimacy because that's true intimacy is that connection on that energetic level of knowing how you're feeling and what you need. That's beautiful. Uh, I know you're thinking, Solomon. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Yes. No, it's so funny because I, I and and again, like my 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 partners are really freaking awesome. They're they're I call them friends too. They're they're just really special friends of mine that um I choose my partners. You know, and and I know who who I can trust and stuff. So these are these are people that I know I can trust, and they know me very well. They know my body really well. They know how to get me. They know how to give me an orgasm. They all that. But it's just it's funny to me how they know, like they know how my body feels when I'm thinking too much about something else that's not sexual. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is it's more about the other person. Is there anything, Salome, that you do though? Again, I I'm always looking for a tool. Well, well, something that that you you know, Joanna, but Kara, um, I like Joanna knows this. I I like to book my sexual encounters. I I, I have my planner because I just like to do that. Like I'm not the kind of person that goes out and like I'm gonna have sex tonight. Like I'm not to go out to a bar, you know, things like that. Like I actually organize everything, and then I'm like, I have time tonight because tomorrow morning I don't have to wake up till this time, and I'm working out later. Like you know. <laughs> 
Wait, follow me, because I know you have Google Calendar as I do. What color yeah. is sex in your Google Calendar? Because she color coordinates it. We both color coordinate. What color is it? Oh, well, anything that's fun is yellow. Like if I go to Disneyland, it'll be yellow. Yeah. Okay, so sex doesn't have its own color. Yeah, yeah. you and I both have yellow for fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think sex needs its own color. Right, Kara? I think it's like... I'm feeling purple, Salome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we yeah, yeah. need a rainbow in color. And I know, right? Yeah. Sex one. Uh. Okay. Wait, you were saying something else, Solomon. It was so juicy. Keep going. Oh, yeah. That was just saying that, that I, like I said, I plan out my, you know, my sexual appointments or whatever you want to call them. And, and they respect that. I respect that too. They're very busy. I'm very busy. So um, I love that. They're really cool with that. Uh, so when I do uh, make appointments and I tell them, okay, get here at this time. Blah, blah blah. I also plan out to masturbate before coming because even though like I don't have sex all the time, okay, like all the all the time, I don't. And um, when I do, I still get nervous. I still get nervous, and it's like exciting at the same time. So it's like a nervous excitement, not like nervous. Like, am I going to do something wrong? It's just exciting. It's exciting, and it's just like, oh, I'm so anxious. Like, I can't wait to have sex with this person because I'm going to love it. You know, and I'm going to try something new this time or I'm going to wear this lingerie thing that I bought this time. You know, like it's fun. I always make it fun. But because I always make it fun and exciting, um, I get like a little butterfly. Mm. So I'm just like, I'm relax. So I want to make sure when I see them, I relax and I don't just like gung ho, you know, right away. So I do most of the time masturbate before um, I actually have my my friend come over and stuff. So yeah. I had a huge aha as you were talking. I, I just realized that I have a point of view that it's more fun, whatever I bought that. So whenever I did that, if it's organic and it's not planned, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, Joanna, because people always ask me, how do you teach three fitness classes in a row? I get that question all the time. How do you do it, Joanna? I could barely do one and you're doing it full out with us three in a row. And what I normally tell them is I prepare. So same thing as you're saying, I prepare and those three classes are fun. But if I don't prepare for sex, then I feel like I am uh, controlled by it. Anyway, I'm just talking out loud. I'm facilitating myself. Is Go ahead. Okay. This reminds me of, have you seen something about Mary? Yes. When the guy's telling him, you're going out with like a loaded yeah. gun. And he's like, you're supposed to flood the dolphin or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Tell the stiller. That's exactly what I thought of when you said that, Salome. What did I sign up for? Okay, I, what were we going to say? It's all good. Go it's it. all good. I think like, that's a really good point, though, too. And that is a good aha is like sex can be spontaneous and it can be fun, but it can also be planned and it can be fun because we, we want to create the time and the space. So it sounds like Salome, that you do that. You're like, I have this time and it's going to be this sacred sexual time. And it's going to be beautiful because I have it blocked out and I have it, I'm committed to it. And that is beautiful. And that's not how we're generally socialized, but it is a really big thing in sacred sexuality to really have that time built in. That's like, not just like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of moment. Like, let's really explore. Let's have the foreplay. Let's have the, the intimacy before the actual act. Mm -hmm. And let's really honor that this is sacred. This isn't just you know, something we do quick just to check a box off our list. Mm -hmm. That is my big takeaway from right now. I just wrote down both really big. Like mm -hmm. it can be planned and it could be just truly organic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that was good. Mm -hmm. Kira, 
in your um, current relationship now, or, you know, who, um, cause I'm not sure, do you have a partner? Are you married or no? Okay. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> Exploring. Okay. So then I'm curious when you do choose to have sex, do you plan it or is it a little more organic? Um, I mean, it can be, it can be both. Uh, generally with, like you said, in today's world, there is more of like, let's, let's schedule this a little bit without it having to be like concrete, like, Hey, maybe, you know, Wednesday night would be a great night for us to connect. Let's see how that's going. Let's, let's touch base and see how that is. Um, because yeah, we have kids, we have jobs, we have other things going on and it's, it's great to recognize that this other person or these other people aren't like the center of our world that we're just waiting for them to be like, we're ready. Let's do this. Like you can be like, no, we can respect each other's times and that we, we all have our own spaces. So important. I was thinking about when, when I'm, when I was single, you know, how many times and dating people and things like that. It reminded me of what Salome was talking about. I would get so excited. Ooh, this person's coming over or I'm going over. And it was like, you're going to Disneyland. So I'm like, I wonder I'm going to be in the question of, I wonder how I can create that with my partner now, even though we see each other more often, I just, I would like to choose so that it's not monotonous. We see each other every Monday and it's, here's the same routine. I'm like, Ooh, how can we change that up? So thank you gals for bringing that. Cause I always take some nuggets as I leave, you know, he's like, yes, this is my therapy <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> uh, so Salome, what would you say to anybody listening that was brought up traditionally a little more closed, not very different than you, right? Because I look at you and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have had that. That would have been nice. So what would you take, say to somebody of that nature? It all comes to self-awareness when you're the, when it comes to judgment. Because once you start putting walls and barriers down and once you start thinking about judgment, then that's when you're more open to the possibilities, sexual possibilities. And and then you're, you feel more, a little bit more free because then when you start thinking like a little guilty, you start thinking like, oh, this is how I like it before. This is how it's supposed to be. It's like, how come, how, how can you create a, a, a brand new you, you know, recreate yourself sexually? I love that because uh, my partner the other day tried something a little different. I was like, oh, oh, I kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. But if you would have asked me, I probably would have gotten to a conclusion of, I don't think I like that. So I was like, oh, wait, choice creates awareness. So, yeah, thank you for that reminder. Kara, same question for you. What would you say to somebody that grew up very similar to yourself? Um, I would definitely, again, I, I love what Salome answered. And um, I would definitely say, yes, get into your body, get out of your mind. Your head is that space where we the thoughts come in about what we like or what we don't like. And so being able to remove that, get into the semantics of your body and let your body tell you what you like versus your mind, which is often um, filtered through the lens of religion, family, you know, societal beliefs, all of that, like, that's where all of that lives in your mind. If we can get into your body and feel it, learn what pleasure feels like in your body, be so connected with your system, that your body will tell you what you like versus what you don't like. That's good, Kara. I wrote mm -hmm. down body will guide you, not your mind. Mm -hmm. that yep. same thing. Like I said, if you Asked me, I would have said no because my mind would have said no. We have a comment here. We have a lot of comments. They're not very nice. Oh, they're not very nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we had comments. I didn't. Really... Oh, let's receive them all. <laughs> 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 <It's a bot. laughs> okay. 
One more question. We'll start with Salome. How or any tool that you have of how we can bring this to more women, so to speak. We're having brunch with the gals. How do we talk about sex without it being a, how do I describe this, but just kind of like a, a sex fest, but actually a genuine conversation. How would you start that? Oh, it all goes back to being the invitation, Joanna. It all goes back to being the invitation to that. You, It starts with you. If you want something to, to create something, then you start creating it and it'll definitely just flower out and everyone will start feeling that. And the reason I know this is because I've done it before where I'm really curious to see how everyone else feels about something sexually. And then I always start first and I'm always the invitation to that conversation. And then they start coming in and I don't pressure anybody either. They just start feeling comfortable with it. There was a time where I had a nude photo shoot and with um, some girls of mine and they were, and one of the girls was crying. She's like, oh my God, I'm not comfortable with this. I don't want to do this. Like, you're totally fine. Sit down. We'll have the photo shoot. And if you by any chance start changing your mind, you can get up and join us. It's totally okay. And she starts crying because she's so nervous. She's like, I don't know why I signed up for this. Totally fine. So we did our thing. We started and she got up and she started taking pictures with us. Why? Because I never pressured her to do it. I never told her why you're not doing this. You committed to this. I never gave her shit for it. You know, so I think that's me being the invitation of of loving our bodies and looking beautiful. I think she also heard me how I kept telling the girls, oh, my God, you're beautiful, ladies. Oh, you're gorgeous. Oh, I love you so much. And I think she saw the love and felt the love. And I said, you know what? I want that, too. So it all comes to be just being the invitation and to everybody around you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I would like to have more sex talks. Same as money. Too. Talking about sex and money, those things are, it's like we talk about it, but we really don't talk about it. Do you get what I'm saying, girls? Like we say it, we'll be out and we're having happy hour, but are we really talking about it? And Kara, what about for you? How can we be even more of the invitation and bring this to women and we're out and we're having dinner? How can we talk more about sex? I think it's, it's removing the stigma. Like when we bring it up, let it be lighthearted. Let it be something where we can just like, let it be normal. Let's not like hide it away or whisper it away. Let it be something that is just a normal conversation to have. Like, like you had with your mom, like it was just a conversation you had and it doesn't have to be judged. It doesn't have to be um, wrong. There is no right or wrong. There's what is your pleasure? Your pleasure might be different than mine, but I'm open to hearing what your pleasure is and expanding. Mm -hmm. I like that. We don't necessarily have to agree with not agree i'm gonna say like what the other person likes but like oh cool you like that tell me about that because that sounds really interesting i may not choose it but i'm curious i have this saying it's don't yuck my yum so (laughs) (laughs) i went to this wine tasting and the 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 guy was like don't don't yuck my yum don't look don't yuck people's yum because some people would like a certain wine and or other people wouldn't like it but it'd be like yuck and the other person would be like oh i love it what are you talking about so and i just took that for life don't yuck my yum for everything yeah because that will shut the door like that will close down the safety of the container like if, if we can just be open and let everybody be safe to explore and to expand and to share their reality their their yuck their yum um rather than have it be judged, like it just creates a safe container. People won't share if they don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you ladies so much for sharing and being open, so open and willing, like a beautiful cracked egg to share your stories. 
I think it's beautiful. And to share them to the world, right? I just, I think that is so admirable. Thank you for being here today. And Kira, tell everybody where they can find you and if you have anything to offer. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me most prominently on Instagram at Kara.Elizabeth. Um, and right now I am actually enrolling for my uh, Into the Wild retreat up in Sedona, Arizona, which is in October. And this is all about women like moving into their wild essence and coming into their truth, peeling back the layers of all of um, these social norms and religious norms and limiting beliefs, peeling those back and just being able to have fun in your wild essence. And so that is something that's coming up in October. If anyone is available, you are welcome and invited to join me. Kara, I love the title. Like that is genius. I love it. Yes. Yes. Throw that out there. It's freaking genius. And Salome, where can everybody find you on Insta? Salome Valdez official on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram and Facebook, but mostly Instagram. So we're both official. (laughs) You guys are so official. Yes. Everybody's like, my name, oh. was, my name was taken. I'm like, who else is <laughs> How dare they have the same name? <laughs> I know that is that is unique. Another Salome Valdez. All right. I've actually found another Kara Elizabeth felt the same way, which I've never seen a Kara spelt the way that I spell it before, too. So yeah, Instagram is is connecting people with the same name. Because <laughs> <laughs> your name is with an H, right, Kara? Yeah, with yeah. a C and an H. Mm-hmm. And an H, yeah. What a pleasure, gals. Thank you so much. And my invitation for everybody listening is to open up and be the invitation for other people to have the conversation of sex and what we like and money and everything that may give you the uh, when you're sitting at a table and you whisper. If you whisper and bring down your voice when you're eating out, I wonder if that's when we can actually speak a little bit louder. It's that those moments where we're like, why are we whispering? That's actually a a somatic indication from your body that that's somewhere that we need to lean into is when we have that reaction. It's can we notice where that feels in our body? Can we breathe into it? Can we explore that sensation? Because your body is sending you a message. That's good, Kara. I've done that. I'll be out with my girlfriends. And then I'm like, why am I whispering right now? Yeah, I'm like asking my body, what is that? Oh, there's something to be unpacked here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause it's interesting. I'll be out with my dad and he speaks very loudly. And he said something the other day and it was like, you know, you do this. And I'm like, wait, he's not embarrassed. Why do I care? Yeah. So that was something too interesting that, that you bring that up. He's like, I don't care. But again, are we willing to be that different and have those conversations? Yeah. Thank you. Gals. And thank you everybody for listening and or watching And until next time, until the next Get Up Girl Gang sex chat, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Love and appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.